views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. All right, here we go, folks. Hey, good afternoon. It is I, it is Juan. Welcome to the lunchtime. I want to thank uh, Justin Katz. Just had him uh, last hour for those that caught the radio part of it. But we are now uh, doing the uh, Facebook Live that we do at this time. And then we will be doing Facebook Live later this afternoon. Folks, busy weekend for Juan. Many of you that were following it. If you're on Facebook Live, first of all, I want to once again say good afternoon to everybody listening. AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. And we have an incredible number of stories, breaking stories, folks, left and right. At this point, it is becoming, it's almost becoming basically a romp. If this was a fight with the rest of the media, I I think the ref would step in. You know, we have uh, exploited and really found out, and I'm very, very happy with it. And this, I do want to say hi to Cindy Wallison, and there's uh, Cheryl Ann. And there's Jerome. Folks, if there's any type of troll that invades the uh, Facebook page, make sure you let me know. Do a thumbs up. Click in the like button uh, that you hear. Please do a thumbs up that you're supporting one, that you enjoy it. But it is um, really incredible um, that I, something I want to tell you that we really found out through all of this. And it's coming handy and it's incredible how much people are talking about it but as we kick things off at least this hour for this lunchtime hour and there's uh, major developments folks the news just never stops but as we kick things off this portion of the john DePietro show is brought to you by rhode island's number one garden center and it's pr landscape materials and garden center listen a lot of people have today off we're celebrating vj day victory over japan they bombed us remember there wouldn't have been there'd be no vj day if there was no pearl harbor Right. They started the fight. We ended the fight. Never forget that. These people, well, we shouldn't honor it anymore. Excuse me. All right. Dropping Hiroshima, Nagasaki bombs. It ended the war. They were not going to surrender. They started the United States. You know what we do? We finish fights. That's what we do. We back the blue. We support President Trump and we finish fights. We were attacked. Never forget that. We proudly celebrate VJ Day. You're damn right. We should also be celebrating when we defeated Germany and saved the world. See, they don't want that. I'm going to tell you in a moment. But, folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off Route 4, right across from where Alley's Donuts used to be until they became Antifa Donuts. Look for them on Facebook, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 12-inch pots. Right now, they have a tremendous selection of the of the. Your ornamental peppers, four and six inch pots, fall mums kale are coming along beautifully. Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, folks, it is absolutely the place to shop. Rhode Island's number one garden center, and it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, right off of Route 4. Look for their website, prmaterials.shop, prmaterials.shop, and then look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Well, folks, it is the John DePietro Show. It is the, we do Facebook Live during the noon hour. And then we do it at 4 o'clock. The radio is 11 to 2. Some of the questions I get. Now, one, are you on Facebook 11 to 2? No. I'm on the radio 11 to 2. We do Facebook 12 to 1 and then sometime between 4 and 5.30. <laughs> Most of the time. But the website at this, folks, it's, uh, it's becoming a romp is what it's becoming. Um, starting on Friday afternoon, we broke the Barrington story on DePetro.com. My goodness, uh, check out the website. There's so many stories now. You know what? I even have to go to page two. You can see the Barrington story. We were the only ones to uh, post the video. It's disturbing. It's terrible. That guy, there's no excuse for that in any way. It's not like they caught him at a bad moment. That man, I believe the man he's yelling at, I believe, and they're a lovely family. I think they are from either... They're either Persian or they're from Pakistan. But anyhow, so this jerk is fighting with them over a property line in Borington and drops the N-word. And it's terrible. And I'm so glad that family, um, they, there was no reason that, for they have to go through something like that. And the Barrington, the Borington police better get on this story uh, because a lot of people aren't happy with the charges in Borington. Borington, unfortunately, they like to protect it themselves. 
lot of media executives live in Borington as well. Folks, why is it we're the only ones that post the video? That was Friday afternoon. And then we had uh, Town of Barrington responded to the DePetro.com story that we broke. That's the only place you can see the video is on DePetro.com. The rest of the media, they don't want to run it because they treat it like you're not an adult. Statement from Brother Gary on the Barrington racist incident. His statement begins, as I saw the videos on DePetro.com. How about that? Then, folks, we weren't done then. Um, Where was I Saturday afternoon? Oh, I went to the state house. The um, they had a, <coughs> I'm trying to keep track of when the hell when was all this going on? Oh, Saturday was the um, <laughs> Saturday afternoon was the educator thing. That was kind of a waste. It was a waste, but you never know. So I was at the state house twice this week. One for the die-in. That was kind of boring. The state house thing was really boring, but you could tell there was something in the air on Saturday night. And so on Saturday night. I was about to go, um, well, I went for about a six-mile run, and then I was having some chicken and tomatoes, delicious, right off the grill. And then suddenly, um, the guest I had from Friday, Mark Fisher, contacted me and said, hey, we're doing a vigil, Black Lives Matter, we're doing a vigil tonight, 7 o'clock on Broad Street, in front of the Dunkin' Donuts where the guy was shot and killed last night. So I thought, all right, I like to cover that, you never know. That is, um, it's not an area a lot of people go a lot. It's into Broad Street. It is um, past the Burger King at the Dunkin' Donuts and uh, right before the intersection where Elmwood Avenue is. It used to be Tire King used to be over there, Danny LaPatty's place. But anyhow, so I was going to go there and all of a sudden, boom, I got tipped off that there were protesters in front of Governor Armando's house. So what time was that? 5.30? I don't even know, folks. So I then dropped everything. Uh, I I was about to go in the shower. I did not shower. I then instead booked over to Raimundo's house. We were there doing Facebook Live until 8 o'clock on Saturday night. And then I went to Broad Street. And if you've seen that video, I want to be very clear. That was a mishap. Um, I hit the the uh, filter button by accident and it's happened before and folks many of you know my eyesight is not great uh this there is something wrong with my eyes i'm not going to go on and on about it but um there is something wrong with my eyes so i hit the filter button and if you see the video i was communicating with mark fisher last night and i feel bad because some people are saying that i purposely hit the filter button to make him look he's got glasses on and a hat that was not the case i couldn't find the stupid thing to exit off. And those of you that have seen Facebook Live, sometimes when you're going to go live. <coughs> one time I was in the studio and I had the hat and then I would have the um, the wizard hat up here and then the sunglasses. And you have to then click that thing off. But it was loud. And that was the Broad Street thing. So the Black Lives Matter was saying to me, we're going to be there at 7. I didn't get there until about 815 there was a world of difference, maybe even 8.30. I don't even remember at this point. But there was a world of difference of 7 o'clock and 8.30. That turned into a full-scale mob riot. We were the only ones that were there. There. As soon as we got there, uh, this guy said, hey, there's no, there's no video here. Because they had a memorial and then it turned into a free-for-all. But I want to be very clear about that. Um, I, I, most of you, and again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You listen to the program. You could tell. Um, I I have a um, I respect the listen. You can disagree, but many of you have watched. I obviously like Brother Gary. I've known him a long time. We get along. We're friendly, and then I've gotten to know Mark Fisher, who I I respect and like. And I in no way meant to hit the filter button. You'd have to look at it. You can go to depetro.com and it's there. So, but that thing Saturday night. I, I once again I don't understand. It's not your imagination. There is a bias to the media. These people were screaming Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was not in front of Governor Mundo's house. The Black Lives Matter protesters, they were on Broad Street. I was meeting them later. These were just these defund the police people. Now, I, somebody told me that they pay at least one of them. They're kind of, a, they're young. Some of them arrived on bikes because they don't drive, I don't think. One of the couple of the kids had their parents there watching, like taking pictures. And isn't that, look at there's whoever, you know, there's Emily protesting or whatever her name is. And um, but they're loud. It's just, it's just the one 
Uh, the one girl, they're, they're obnoxious, they're rude. They have no message. I don't, they don't stand for anything. <coughs> Excuse me. They try to call themselves like uh, Pro-X or something. But they don't, I want to be very clear about something. And then, you know, th- this is not a protest. To stand in front of, uh, hey, Governor Mundell. Well, F you, we're coming back here after police. That, that, that's not, you're not accomplishing anything. Oh, here's the petrol. Here's the power. Here's the hair. F everybody. I hate white people. What is that? You're not solving anything? It's a Saturday night. Those people in that neighborhood didn't deserve to have that. But there's someone behind them that is pulling the puppet strings. Someone that organizes it in the media. You know, I have a story on DePetro.com. Media bias tries to help the protesters. Some of the neighbors from that neighborhood. Folks, by the way, we have big news in just a moment I'm going to drop for you that no one else um, has let you know about. But, um, you know, what I want you to understand right now at 1217 is, as you know, folks, the news does not stop. <clears throat> and what we do with DePetro.com, with this program, with John DePetro Show Facebook Live, is the news is not Monday through Friday. There's a lot of news that happens Friday afternoon, Saturday, Sunday. So if you want to follow the people that just punch in on a Monday at 9, right, like the cackle, and then punch out, whatever, then that's fine. But on the weekend, the, the, the newspapers are skeleton staff without question. And the television stations, usually that's not a glamorous time. That's when they have like the young, inexperienced reporters who just go and they don't know a lot of the back and forth. But I did write a story. There's a story on DePetro.com. Media bias tries to help the protesters. No one in the media reported the fact, the amount of foul language. When you stand in front of Governor Mundo's house... The journalist saying they were there for four hours. I don't think it was four hours. But anyhow, when you stand there with a bullhorn and you're yelling to the neighborhood, Hey, Governor Rundo neighbors, we're going to come back there every blank and night. And if you don't like it, blank you. And we're going to, like, what, what is that? That's a form of protest. No one, no one in the media reported to those that weren't paying attention or saw the Facebook Live. If you missed it, you can go to the website. It's right there. That this was just nonstop. The, the, the crowd that was there, they cannot get through a sentence without dropping an F-bomb. They have no message. Governor Mundo doesn't even deal with the Providence police. They were there. They want 70% of the Providence police funding cut. They were handing out cards. Why were they handing out cards and not doing interviews? Because they were sent there. Someone sent them there. And you know what they got out of, got out of it? One of, I, I heard one of them, at least one of them got paid. But then they provided a free meal to them. And then they were passing out the food and eating to demonstrate they were going to be there for a while. So obscene and disturbing the neighborhood. I don't know. Last time they were there, they did some vandalism. When they went to, no one in the media reported that when they went to Igliosi's house, they vandalized his his property and his car. I heard from some of the neighbors yesterday in that neighborhood who contacted me. And I saw some of the media going around talking with people that live in the neighborhood. And one woman, her and her husband, they said, a reporter, and I'm not going to say who, but said, do you support the protesters? You live on the street. Do you support the protesters? And they said, no, we don't. We live here. The governor's not even home. No, we don't support these people. 25 to 30 of them standing when you're not supposed to be more than 15, no fine given out, in front of her yelling obscenities to the neighborhood. No, we, we don't like that. And the question came back from the reporter, do you consider yourself a racist? Folks, now, one media outlet reported that the neighbors on that street said, no, we, I don't like the neighbors. They were also fearful. One woman told me they were fearful they were going to go back and say to the protesters, hey, see that elderly couple over there? They, they don't support you. They don't want you here. Let's, let's move the mob over there. Let's get the, let's get the, uh, hey, everybody, we're now going to go and stand in front of the Johnson's home over here. They don't want us here. Hey, F you, lady. You don't want us. You're a racist. Hey, your people. Why do you go down to Kentucky Plaza and look for your friend Mikmo? Ridiculous. The street irritants is what they are. Can you imagine that saying, oh, do you consider yourself a racist? But then if you say, oh, yeah, I support the protest. Oh, let me get your name. And isn't that fantastic? Um, not one of them uh, expressed that. 
Now, one of them, the, the girl in the car was arrested on a felony weapon charge for bringing a weapon to school. No one reported on that. No one. They weren't social distancing. I have pictures that they're locking arms. No report that I, I counted 30. They're saying two dozen. But here's what we know. Of the 30, me, uh, 27 of them were Caucasian, not reported. No report on the loud, uh, booming F-bombs for 90 minutes. They are, they're not activists, they're not protesters. They are sent there to, and believe me, folks, I'm not exactly, as you know, Governor Raimondo considers me a troublemaker. I am not a defender of the governor. But what is this all about? She's not even home. This is a form of intimidation. This is a form. Now, listen, I know some people may jump on what I'm going to say next, but it, it is a form of terrorism. It's a mob. It's we have the bullhorn. <clears throat> and if someone was there, when they aim it at you and start screaming, you don't know if then people, there's people walking all over. You're trying to figure out there are people that are walking back and forth. Are they with them? Or are they in the neighborhood? Or do they just hear the commotion? You know, you don't know. Sometimes the protesters break off and then they come and walk around you. It's um, it's seen you kind of, you know, you got to watch yourself quite a bit. But they, they, these are not people that have and by the way i'm not saying like the the people in uh the worst is the portland situation like they they have no message right they just want to in tifa they just want to destroy things now i'm going to touch on the Ramundo story in just a moment we're the only ones that have it <clears throat> and i did hear about it and we're gonna we're not going to see the governor till wednesday so we'll see if she says anything before then um, there are some developments with the vice presidential announcement that I'm going to tell you about. But, folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, <coughs> I apologize. It is not. I don't have COVID. It's just a dry cough a little bit. But uh, this time of year, if you're thinking of improving your home and maybe you need a new roof, call R&R Roofing today at 401-823-1330. Call R&R Roofing. 823-1330-823-1330-R&R-Roofing-FTP-Folks-Call-Them-Richard-Rossi-Fully-Insured-At-Least-Call-For-A-Free-Estimate-All-Types-Of-Shingles-Flat-Roofs-Over-40-Years-
definitely at this point a cabinet position. I know some people are not fond of her, but without question, um, there certainly seems to be she's highly regarded. She's coming to her own. She's term limited out. So whether it is to run labor secretary, secretary of commerce, maybe treasury secretary, at this point, if not VP, Governor uh, Gina Raimondo certainly seems to be on a list of people that would be considered in some way in a Biden administration. Now, there's some other interesting developments. Camilla Harris, uh, uh, Senator Camilla Harris has been floated as someone that uh, in some way people regard her as the front runner. The Biden people are not supposedly they don't fully trust her. So I saw that her mentor is a guy by the name of Willie Brown. And the San Francisco Gate has a story that Willie Brown is saying Harris should not accept the VP slot. If offered, she should not accept it. I think that's interesting. <clears throat> that to me sounds like someone trying to give her the out. That senator from uh, Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar, she suddenly announced, I don't want to be considered for it. And mainly because she then realized she wasn't going to get it. But there's some interesting developments here. And one is, well, that's one of them. But the fact that Willie Brown, what does he know that he's saying, uh, Camilla Harris, I think you should turn it down and offer it. I think that's his way. Supposedly they had a long relationship to kind of help her save face by saying, yeah, she turned it down. She didn't want to be Biden's VP. The other thing is Elizabeth Warren apparently has raised a lot of money for Biden and remains a VP contender, and that's developing. So the the Democrat convention or whatever it's going to be a convention is next week. And it's not going to be a traditional convention. It's going to be on television. You'll be able to watch it. But my understanding is that they're all going to be in different places giving speeches and Things like that. I have no idea what it's going to look like. Um, I think a lot of the plans are still still being worked out. There is speculation now about this this governor of Michigan. And the thing about her is if she could deliver Michigan to Biden, it would be a valuable state. President Trump won it four years ago. This uh, governor of Michigan, a lot of the people there do not like her. She had some ridiculous restrictions with the state. But if you could bring him Michigan, if she feels if you make me the VP, I can bring you Michigan, maybe Ohio. But that part of the country, that could be a valuable person to go after as far as to choose. So um, the decision on that. Folks, that seemingly could come down at any time. And we, we you know, the wait goes on. Now, today is Monday, August 10th, and initially Vice President Biden had set an August 1st deadline, and then it's like, why have the deadline? They may not announce the VP pick till next Friday, so or maybe Monday to then go right into the convention. He, he will have to choose it within the next two weeks. That, that much we know. But um, at any moment, word could leak that suddenly someone is the VP choice. I'll give the Biden camp this. They have done a good job keep him people guessing he hasn't had to be out there you did see where he had those notes where he, they mentioned about Camilla Harris he doesn't hold a grudge she's accomplished but you just wonder if <clears throat> he was supposed to say that if in fact he was asked about her that part we don't know folks it's 12 30 good afternoon it's John DePietro this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body were you in an accident pick up the phone and call 401-272-3340 West Fountain Auto Body. If you were in an accident or if you maybe over the weekend someone damaged your car, call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. The original, the best. Think of this. Since 1927, they repaired the accident. The first accident in Rhode Island was repaired by West Fountain Auto Body in 1927. was the first recorded uh, auto accident where somebody was uh, swerving um, to not hit a cow and ran into another uh, Model T. West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street, Providence. They will handle everything. Now, listen, on this Monday, if someone hit your car of the weekend, many times, and you could be listening, 
and because of the pandemic, you had some damage done to your car and you just haven't got it fixed yet, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. I tell the story. Some of the protesters damaged uh, my car. (coughs) They damaged the window. They damaged the side of the door. I brought it to Kenny at West Fountain. They made it look brand new. West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is kind of funny. Rhode Island, we're the only ones that celebrate VJ Day, and I, that's never going away. There are calls now. I did see some progressives saying it's finally time to get rid of VJ Day, and they are completely wrong. And I'll tell you why I, I think that they are um, uh, exactly wrong. I think a lot of you agree with that. But this portion of the program is brought by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say, folks. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair. If you have an appliance that's not working properly, call Ryan's Appliance Repair. 401 401 710-7096, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it's a stove or a refrigerator or a washing machine or a dryer. Uh, all work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Um, I, t- I tell the story that the dryer in my home was not working. I called Ryan at 401 401- 710-7096. He said, Juan, I'll be right out. Suddenly a truck appeared in my driveway and on the side of the truck it said, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. 401-710-7096. Fix the dryer in five minutes. Working better than ever. Brand new. Almost like it's brand new. Ryan's Appliance Repair. Saturday appointments are available and all work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor and senior citizens discount as well. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. So one of the progressive leaders tweeted out, as Rhode Island removes Providence plantations from our seal, please can we end Victory Day? We can honor our contributions to World War II without celebrating the day our country murdered hundreds of thousands of Japanese civilians. It's a matter of basic of human decency. It's a matter of basic human basic of human decency that that doesn't this can be the year um i disagree with that folks anyone that has studied world war ii they were never going to surrender it would have been a lot more american lives um it was also a race of who was going to have that bomb first and it was only after they were going to fight to the death the japanese were prepared to they were even going to kill their own people they were going to jump over off cliffs, um, the bombing of <clears throat> Nagasaki and Hiroshima, it ended the war. It was the only way to end the war. One of the reasons why this is never going to end is simply because all the state workers get this as a paid holiday in August, and no one wants to give up that. So they can scream. But see, that's another part of trying to redefine our history and redefine who we are. And that's where they try to say, you know, that whole thing of like America's really not that great. And it even goes back to Michelle Obama. You know, for the first time in my life, I'm proud of my country. She went to to uh, Yale. Her brother went to Yale. Her husband uh, became a senator. He was running for president of the United States. And that was the first time she was ever proud of her country. That's what it took. That's exactly what it took was suddenly that she could feel proud. Now, folks, good afternoon. It's 1235 on this Monday. Now, later today, I believe I am going to be doing a Facebook Live later today. You're going to meet someone that's running for office who I think you're going to like. Folks, it's all about options. You need options with some of the people that are running for office. But I um, believe I'm going to have some um, update on the Block Island situation. Terrible situation over the weekend. The courts are closed today. So right now, the Rhode Island State Police charged some girl, I think she's 17, driving under the influence of fatal crash on Block Island. Terrible. A 17-year-old boy was killed at 1230. We're told they were drinking. 
the uh, what the, there were several passengers. One, two of them are very. Another one is in the hospital, very seriously hurt. I think the other two are. <clears throat> they were driving fast. I think she went to swerve to miss a moped and crashed into a telephone pole. And the 17-year-old boy, I believe, was hanging out the window. That's what I was told. So, like, holding on to the rack, like, riding out, and then they hit a pole. Absolutely horrible. Yesterday was a a beautiful day. So, But I think we're going to have some news on that. But I do want to bring you up to speed on the situation last night. I want to be very clear about um, (coughs) – excuse me, folks. I apologize. This situation – was Saturday night how they were at the Raimundo house. And if you missed any of the video, go to petro.com. We have that. So protesting now has basically become you stand in front of someone's house, even though they're not home, and just yell obscenities through a bullhorn. And basically disrupt the neighborhood. Black Lives Matter protesters were marching through Georgetown on Saturday night, 12, 30, 1 o'clock. And they were screaming, no justice, no sleep. Which is the new chant, meaning we're waking you up. It's 1.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. No justice, no sleep. So how did that suddenly be described as a protester, right? The other situation is this situation in Chicago last night is so appalling and it needs to be called out and it needs to be condemned. And Biden needs to condemn it in every official in Black Lives Matter, they need to condemn what happened last night in Chicago. Was someone spread? There was a shooting. Someone spread a false rumor that a child was shot by police. Completely fake. And what happened? Looting. They destroyed the Miracle Mile in Chicago last night. If you've ever been there, it's fantastic. It is the hub of downtown Chicago. Until that is addressed. There's severe credibility lacking. When did that ever become acceptable? And no one calls them out on it. They don't. They have to call them out on it. How does that equate? First of all, it was a false rumor. That's number one. Number two, even if it happened, if there was a police shooting, which there was, and if somehow a child was shot, how does that equate then you go to the most expensive section of the city and smash all the windows. In some of the videos, people can be seen entering various businesses, local TV stations, so storefronts vandalized, windows smashed, sidewalks littered with boxes. In one viewed recording, police officers can be seen confronting a group of people in the street. Someone hurled an object at one of the officers, strike him in the face. 100 arrested. They even were crashing a car into a place they were trying to get in. How? How? Is that anything constructive? What on earth does that have to do with anything with the shooting? And anyone that is thinking of voting against President Trump, <clears throat> you have to decide, is that really the crowd that you would want in charge of things? It, it's just so appalling. All right. Now, I'm seeing that the reporter from Channel 6 just broke who the 16-year-old boy was that died in the crash. He's a student at Fairfield High School. So his name is, uh, so it's Connecticut. Jackson Jake Panis passed away. So that is, um, I will retweet that. Died in a crash. Uh, The headmaster sent this statement. Good student, friend of many, teammate football, lacrosse. Now we have not heard yet who exactly the driver was. Someone uh, did send me a message last night saying they heard Fairfield, but um, I heard that the driver of the car with Block Island is from Narragansett. But that is a new development. That is so horrible and tragic. They were out, a bunch of kids. I don't know if they were out there for the day, but that girl is at the training school. A lot of lives were just um, lost with with what happened over the course of the weekend. But I'm also seeing, um, did I just see the Big Ten have canceled their season? Wow. Let me, uh, I just thought I saw that pass on uh, 
Twitter, Big Ten football canceled. Big blow to college season. Wow. Big Ten have canceled. You pull that up. Big Ten. The conference became the first in the Power Five to cancel. Facing concern over the pandemic. Uh, to not play full sports with only Nebraska and Iowa voting to play. The home of powerhouses like Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin became the second conference to cancel its season after the MAC was the first on Saturday. Wow. You know, I feel terrible for um, Michigan coach made what appeared to be a last-ditch effort to save it. Uh, but we, I feel terrible, folks. That's that Rhode Island kid, Quiddy Payne, went to Hendricken. He plays for Michigan. He was expected to, uh, and still is expected, to be a first-round draft pick in the NFL. He'd be the first Rhode Islander ever drafted in the first round. And um, and now they have uh, canceled the season. So that is, uh, that is very, very sad. Um. And I'm also seeing I, there's nothing that can be done, though. They're not the pros. Um, and then we're getting a lot of polls now with Biden, uh, where he's leading, he's not leading. Now, that next week is the convention. The big thing that's that's going to happen is going to be the big announcement with Biden is going to be the uh, VP pick without question. So, But I want to also just say this about the protests uh, over the weekend. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by It's My Health. Stop in. You want to be nice and healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health in Cumberland, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. Established in 2006, It's My Health in Cumberland. It has different facets to it. You have the products like vitamin herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products, acai berry, honey, maple syrup. You have hemp and CBD products, natural skincare products. But on top of that, at It's My Health in Cumberland, you'll also have, <coughs> excuse me, Lizzie Choquette, the massage therapist. So you could stop in there, range with her for massage. We had her on the show last week. She's terrific. Or Lisa Wood, the reflexologist. They feature the local products that are just terrific. It's my health because it's your health. Stop in and see them. You owe it to yourself or maybe even pick up a bottle of the incredible, the incredible antioxidant, a Kyberry. Folks, they sell it right at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, Marie is just so knowledgeable. Pop in and see her or you can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585 for It's My Health in Cumberland. Well, good afternoon on this uh, VJ Day. It is John DePietro. Now, again, with the radio show, we go till 2 o'clock. I will be doing Facebook Live later this afternoon. Later this afternoon, we will be doing very special Facebook Live. You're going to want to uh, uh, meet my special guest. He is someone that you're going to want to vote for for office. That is coming up later this afternoon uh, between 4 and 5 o'clock. You don't want to miss it. Facebook Live. It is uh, so popular. You can always uh, share it. If you miss it, you can always go back to the page and watch it. So I'm seeing that the police have ID'd that Connecticut teen killed in the in the Block Island crash. Boy, that is really, really sad. 16 years old of Southport. Oh, my goodness. Passage in the vehicle. A second teen boy has flown to an island hospital. Serious injuries. The driver, an underage female. Driving under the influence, driving to endanger, both resulting in death, serious body injury. She's being held at the Rhode Island Training School until tomorrow morning in court. Now, I have heard, I thought I heard that that girl was from Narragansett. Maybe not. Maybe they were all from Connecticut. I thought I had heard that. So we'll wait. I know we are, um, I'm trying to work on them, getting some more details on that. Maybe they, were, they are all from um, um Connecticut, but initially you would have been hearing. Now, Rhode Island reports 176 new cases and one death in the past three days. I am anxious to find out if they handed out any fines over the weekend. They didn't hand out any fines. I want to be very clear also, folks. And again, good afternoon at 1245 on this this Monday. This business that, well, you know, protesters are exempt. What you saw Sunday night in front of Governor Mundo's house, I'm sorry, those aren't protesters. That is just a mob that forms 
And that's their Saturday night, and they were eating, and they were sharing food. That's that's not a protest. Most of the time, protesters, you have to get a permit. They announce it's going to be at, you know, a certain location, a city hall, the Rhode Island State House. Uh, I'm not saying all the time. That was basically a mob that formed to harass Governor Amundo about defunding the Providence Police, which is ludicrous because the governor has nothing to do with the budget for the Providence Police. Zero. And they were just handing out pamphlets. I was there. Those protesters, number one, they were young. Number two, they're like a ragtag group of misfits. The leader is arrogant. They don't have an argument. They don't deal with facts. They're not reasonable. They just simply like the idea. Here's their idea of a protest. You get a big group and someone, I heard the leader was being paid. And the um, there were two individuals in the car. One of them, I believe, I heard one of the individuals we know had been arrested at the Providence Public Safety Complex and also been arrested for bringing a weapon to school. So that was the one that Channel 12 did a story on hers. What's it like to be a teen activist arrested? So why don't you ask her about what's it like to be arrested for a felony of bringing a weapon to school? But I think there are protests is you don't just stand around. Someone gave them a bullhorn and you just go, hey, cop. F you, but that, that's not that. That's what, how is that a protest? And screaming that for hour and hour, and someone teaches them the chants, and they all just scream that. And the, and the governor wasn't even home, and they were demanding a meeting with the governor when they went up to her house three three weeks ago. Yeah, it was no, it was about a month ago now. I think it was like right around July twelfth. They went to her house on a Sunday night. And that was even later. I think that was like 9 o'clock, 9.30. Um, at that time, they then scattered. But, and by the way, this business about the police, and there was one woman saying, you don't understand. She had the uh, megaphone. She was older, white. You don't understand. These poor kids, the cops terrorize them in the neighborhoods. This is terrible. What the cops are doing to the black people, they're terrorizing them. And that, the, meanwhile, the street is filled <clears throat> with police that were being uh, polite, that were showing restraint. Um, absolutely appalling. And they, the, 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 this group, these defund the police, like I said, they're not, they're not educated. They just spout out slogans, you know. This is for Breonna Taylor. What are, you know, what about Breonna Taylor? What about Breonna Taylor? They don't even know. You ask them. You know, we they don't even have the basic facts of the Breonna Taylor situation. You know, if you pull, it just seems like it, it's, it's an excuse. Hey, Gina, get out here. You know, it's just an excuse to um, basically go and, and just scream at the police. And back when we used to have a football season, folks, there were some people that um, a football game is an excuse to go and get loaded with their buddies and drink a lot of beer and you stand in the stands and yell and yell at the other team and yell at the ref. And that's like their idea of a, you know, what'd you do on Sunday night or Sunday afternoon or whatever the game was? We went, you know, drinking heavy, screaming, Jets suck and that, you know, that type of thing. Well, this is like the, everything's closed. It's a Saturday night. Let's just go up and we'll harass Ramundo for a while. That's basically what the, the plan was. Uh, but it is not. I wish the media would dig deeper. I wish the media. Um, and by the way, if, for those that sort the protesters, then they single me out and they're screaming because they know I don't fall for it. I don't buy their whole act. Someone put them up to it. That's why they, they're not allowed to do meetings. They um, instead, they're not allowed to, excuse me, they're not allowed to do interviews. Instead, they're supposed to just hand out cards. And they even mentioned who it was that that bought them, um, bought them dinner. So I think that was part of the whole thing. Hey, if you guys go stand in front of the governor's house and harass her. I mean, I heard one of them was paid, at least one. And and then on top of that, it's just a way for uh, to like kill time on on a Saturday Saturday night. 
but I don't I don't find that there's anything they're not to be admired. They don't have a message. I know the word terrorism is very strong. Don't get me wrong. It is. But kind of like their mission is that's not even like reasonable. We want to defund the police by 70 percent. You don't know what you're talking about. We haven't had a problem here, thank God, with law enforcement. You know, as, as I've said, as many people have said, what happened with that man, George Floyd, was terrible. But let, let's remember, it happened in Minneapolis. If, if there's an earthquake in California, it doesn't mean your house gets destroyed. If there's a hurricane in, in South Florida, it doesn't mean the trees in your yard are blowing down. So, you know, uh, we are fortunate that we haven't had those types of incidents with police. And I would still argue with all the complaining and the accusations and they want to lump everybody all in together. It's very unfair. And I think um, there should be some accountability. This business of allowing this group to go up there and just stand this Starts to, you know, it's 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 in tip. when you see that many people and they're loud and they're chanting and they have their face covered and they're not just because of mask. A lot of them hide anyway. Of course, it, it does throw you off. You don't know who they are. And when we're all watching television, you see how violent some of the protesters can be. It's even more intimidating. I feel bad for the people in the neighborhood. And I also feel bad that apparently many of them were they claim they told me yesterday <clears throat> that when the media, certain members of the media would say to them, do you support the protesters? If they said no, they would then ask, do you consider yourself a racist? You don't you don't support the protester? You hear that, everybody? They don't support you. Well, like, what is this? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday, and again, we're going until 2 o'clock, is brought to you by Vero Industries. Gold is at an all-time high. Maybe on this Monday you realize you'd like to be a little liquid. Well, now is the perfect time. Gold, silver, other precious metals, old, broken, or new. 40 years experience, silverware, jewelry, serving trays, tea, coffee sets or pieces, watches, half earring pieces. Also a buyer and seller of individual coins and collections. Call Leo at VERO, Vero Collections today at Vero Industries, 401 401- Four three four eighty nine hundred. Over forty years experience, they will give you the highest price. Weekend and evening appointments are available at your location. It is they have two locations: East Providence and Work. Or Leo will come to you. Maybe you're listing right now, and you would like to sell some of your gold, or silver, or uh, silverware, jewelry, or silver, or other precious metals. Leo will come to you. He is reputable. He is knowledgeable. He will give you the most money and treat you fairly. V-E-R-O, Vero Industries. Take down this number, 434-8900. Do you have some gold you'd like to sell or silver or other precious metals? Maybe some earrings or watches? Leo at Vero Industries, 434-8900. 434-8900 for Vero Industries. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. It is the John DePietro Show. Again, folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9. You can always listen online. Remember, visit the website, depetro.com. And then, folks, you can uh, see some of the various stories. So they have, um, without question, that is not, you know, these uh, protesters are definitely being uh, second-guessed with these actions. It wasn't even an editorial. You know, go, go into the governor's house. She wasn't even home. Um, and this whole business of just yelling at people in the neighborhood is if that is, in fact, why, when did that become, like, an acceptable form of uh, protest? How, in, on, in God's name, is that, you know, when did that ever become acceptable, that that's, that's what you do? We want to just go. But, see, that is, like, a form of intimidation, that they do. That's the form of intimidation that they try to do to people. And then we do know that they went to Governor um, Mayor Lors's house, and they also went to the councilman's house, Igliosi, and they apparently uh, vandalized the you know his car. So, but this business of just standing there and yelling and chanting, and we have the right to do it, 
And see, I'm already seeing. See, anyone that disagrees is a racist. Anyone that agree disagrees is that they have taken away the meaning for what that word even means. There's no meaning with that word. If you're not, you're racist. Everything's a racist with that crowd. But they, have, but someone is driving that. Someone is behind these groups. Uh, without question, there's no way these people just, you know, come out on their own, even though it could be uh, like a student group or something like that. There's no way that someone organized that someone writes everything for them. They do have their own little outlet of someone that does interviews with them and tells them what to say and try to portray them that way. But they they're not educated. They don't know how to enact change. And and it's very simple, folks. Uh, if someone really knew what they were doing there, you would not be trying to be in front of Governor Mundo's house to defund the Providence Police. If you want to defund the Rhode Island State Police, then you go to Mattiello's house. He controls the budget. Governor Mundo has nothing to do with any of that. If you want to defund the Providence Police... Then you go to the city council. Then you go to Mayor Lorza. But they don't go to Alorza. Now, I don't know what the Raimundo thing was all about. So someone suggested that. Someone, like, put them up to it. Uh, when I had um, uh, the leader, one of the leaders of Black Lives Matter on the show on, on Friday, I mean, I, that's another thing that a lot of times, whenever you're having a disagreement, there are certain agreed upon facts Right. That's what they are. They are facts. And but what I find many times when you're arguing or dis, or having a disagreement or discussing some of the stories with these people, <clears throat> they don't deal. In fact, they don't accept anything. They just throw things out. There's nothing to back it up. They don't source anything like that. Uh, any of their information or accusations. It's all just thrown out. Everything is a tagline. Everything is a tagline. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and again, we're going until 2 o'clock, is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Call Roland, 401-688-0517. If you have a small, small household construction project or a backyard project, or you'd like to get rid of some unwanted belongings, Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, whether it's for 24 hours or a weekend or a week or a month. Brothers Disposal will bring a dumpster right to your driveway, 401-688-0517. Now, I find those individuals, uh, they make things up. They don't deal in fact. They're not educated. They just are told to recite talking points, like someone learning the lines of a play. They have no respect for anyone. They don't respect anything. They're rude. They're arrogant. They're uneducated. And these are not anyone you can have a discussion with. Now, listen, here's what we're going to do. We have the 1 o'clock news coming up. And the other thing is they have ruined the word racist. They have ruined the word racist. It doesn't mean anything. In their mind, if you're voting for President Trump, you're a racist. Are you against illegals coming over the border? You're a racist. Uh, if, if you say anything negative against people looting, that makes you – they have destroyed a word that does mean something. There is racism. There are racists. But they have thrown it around so much. They have destroyed the word that you are a racist for that. Folks, we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news.